Hey, Orthopreneurs, it's Dr. Glenn Krieger here. And let me tell you, the Orthopreneurs 2024 Summit, which is going to be on a Royal Caribbean ship, has taken off. I don't mean literally, but we actually booked an entire ship just for us. We started selling it already. And believe it or not, it's selling out fast. People want to come by themselves. People want to bring their team. People want to bring their families. Remember, there's a kids club there and there's also an adult only pool. So you can watch the presentations streaming throughout the whole ship. Imagine sitting in the pool with a drink in your hand, watching someone speak on tips and tricks to help your practice get better while you're sitting knee deep in a pool with a drink in your hand. Sounds pretty cool, right? Well, you've come to know the kind of meetings we put together, and this one's going to be even more exceptional and even more affordable. Go to opsummit2024.com to sign up now. Think about practicing. You've been practicing almost a decade or so now. Just imagine another 30 plus years of this. And I'm yet to have anybody who says to me, God, I can't wait. God, I can't wait. Another 30 years of clinical practice is amazing. I could do this forever. Without a doubt, every single person says to me, oh my God, not that long. This, this, this is the Orthopreneur Show with Glenn Krieger, talking about the things you never learned in school, like marketing, management, and leadership. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of your Five Minute Friday. I'm Glenn Krieger, your host. And, you know, I was having a chat with a good friend of mine not long ago, and I will refer to them as they. So you don't know if it's a guy or a gal, uh, but they said to me, how's life, Glenn, with a little less clinical in your life? Because I've cut back my clinical a bit, right? I started practicing dentistry 31 plus years ago, almost 32 years ago. And, uh, you know, I've slowed down a little bit clinically, which is okay for me. And they said, how do you like it? I said, I got to be honest. I really do like it. I like being in clinic less. Uh, I like being out of the practice a little bit more. And they said, you, you know what? I feel the exact same way. And we started musing about the fact that, you know, it's okay to admit that you want to get out of practice at some point, right? Because if you're like my dad's generation, and if you're like almost, <laughs> I've been doing this 31 years, not the same thing, uh, but I've been in dentistry for 31 years. You know, I'm almost the same, but if you go back to many of our faculty who are older, they practiced clinically for 40 years, 45 years. And I, I come to all my millennial friends, you know, you know who you are out there. You're all in your late thirties, early forties. And I say to them, you know, think about practicing. You've been practicing almost a decade or so now. Just imagine another 30 plus years of this. And I'm yet to have anybody who says to me, God, I can't wait. God, I can't wait. Another 30 years of clinical practice is amazing. I could do this forever. Without a doubt, every single person says to me, oh my God, not that long. And you know, you have to start questioning why that is. And I think a large part of it has to do with our workforce, right? You've heard me talk about it. I've, I've stood on stages and I'm going to call her out again. There aren't many Carol Agugliaros anymore, right? Carol was my dad when he was a dentist. She was his front desk from the time he opened his practice till the time he closed it. And she was at my bar mitzvah. She was at my wedding. She was a part of our family. And we still stay in touch with her to this day. And it's been 20 years since my dad practiced. But those are, are few and far between. And God bless you if you have a team that's been together nonstop for five years or 10 years or dare say 15 years. Um, but the days of you going out and hiring a 20-year-old right now who's going to work with you till they're 60 years old is kind of slim, if not non-existent. And the idea that you're going to work those 40 years is probably pretty slim as well. And so what I'm just telling you here is, not that you need my permission, but it's totally okay for you to look at the profession and go, you know what? 
I put my time in, I worked hard. Um, I enjoy seeing my patients, but I gotta be honest, today's patients are pulling pieces from me. Uh, today's kids are not compliant on any level because mom and dad are completely uh, bulldozing for them. Uh, they're not wearing elastics, they're not brushing their teeth, and I'm to be blamed. And you know, it's okay to say that the profession is a great profession that we all love doing, but maybe not for 40 years. And that brings me to point number two is, if your idea is, I don't love practicing for 40 years, I do want to get out a little bit earlier. I want to leave a little earlier. I want to, and, I, and by the way, I think this is a large part of why people are moving into OSOs and DSOs. And, you know, the idea of practicing for 40 years is, again, kind of daunting. And I think for many people, the idea is get out of school, build an amazing practice, you know, go from zero to 100 in five to eight years, you know, build that two, three, five, seven, ten million dollar practice. You know, and then realize that maybe that wasn't exactly what they wanted. And so they're kind of worn out and tired and, you know, or they just want to capitalize on that investment that they put into it and make that money up front. But it's okay if, if you're one of those, right? And if you want to practice for 40 years and be in your practice running it for 40 years, good for you. That's amazing. You got more stamina and staying power than I do. If you do want to get out early, and when I say early, I don't mean, you know, 35 or 40. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. If you got out of school at 30, built your dream practice, and in six years, sell out to an OSO and take a massive sum of money, work for a few years, and then move on to your next stage of life, that's okay. But I want you to start giving some thought. If you say the idea of working 40 years is not for you, I want you to start giving some thought to what that next stage looks like. Now, I'm not asking you to leave your practice right away, but, you know, if you're a Gary Vaynerchuk fan, and I, he was very influential in my life uh, personally in helping me kind of figure out where I wanted to be, I want you to start wondering what your side hustle is, right? And you can start your side hustle now so that in 10 years from now or 15 years from now, you've got a going thing to go into as opposed to, oh, I'll be 50 years old, I'll get out of ortho after 20 years in practice, and then I'm going to go get an MBA, at 50, and now you're 52 or 53. And, you know, you can start doing that stuff on the side right now. And believe it or not, you can do stuff that'll actually be complementary to your practice. You know, if you went and got an MBA right now because you want to be in business or private equity or venture capital, or you want to help be a consultant or run practices, you can do that now and it'll help you with your existing practice. But start giving some thought to what that next stage of your career is going to be if you are like many who I speak with, which is, I just can't imagine working for the next 30, 40 years. Just know that I'm always here if you have questions. Reach out to me on Facebook, DM me. And um, if you have questions, I'll always try to give you my best answers. Sometimes it's great to ask in the Orthopreneurs Facebook group, hey, I've been thinking about X, Y, and Z. And you can post anonymously. Uh, these are the sorts of things where anonymous posts are really made for. So just know that if you are, like a lot of the people I personally hear from, who say, look, Glenn, I got out of school five years ago. Ortho practice is tough. This is not what my 70-year-old professor explained to me when he or she was teaching me about ortho practice. I can't do this for 30 or 40 years. I'm thinking I'm going to work another few years and then sell to an OSO, work my five-year contract, and then move on to my next stage with a lot of money in my pocket. Reach out to me. Let's talk about it. I don't have all the answers, but you know the old saying, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. And it's always easy to see somebody else's problems, and I become the one-eyed man in that situation. So please, reach out to me, DM me, just know I'm here to help you. And of course, 
there's no better place for you to get some great advice than at the Orthopreneur Summit. And this year, on a ship with people for three full days at sea, it's going to be a blast. There's going to be amazing CE from people who are not, we don't have one orthodontist on the entire agenda. It's all non-orthos giving you completely different point of views on everything from how to grow your practices, how to reduce your overhead, how to use technology in a better way, how to develop better culture, how to hire better, there's so how to train better. I've got so many great people who are going to speak. So please go to opsummit2024.com. The end of the year is coming and the end of certain cabin categories is coming. So if you want a good room, go sign up. And last but not least, while you're on there, you're going to be rubbing shoulders with everybody, myself included. And a lot of the questions you have in your mind are going to get answered. So yes, I'm all about CE. Yes, I'm all about advancement of learning. But I often think that some of the best feedback we get happens at the bar with a drink or a fresca or whatever your drink of choice is in your hand while you're sitting down with four or five other orthodontists just talking about life. Because as I always say, nobody gets us like us. Love you all. OPSummit2024.com. Go sign up and please reach out to me if you have any questions.